This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Next to me, I can touch ya. <laughs> touch me, baby. Touch me. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's so interesting. I'm like, do I like it better when I talk to you on Zoom or do I like it better when I'm right next to you? What do you prefer? Um, oh, shit. It depends on what we're that? talking about, I guess. Because <laughs> it feels the same. Even if I'm just looking at you through a screen, like I'm still connecting with you. Yeah. I, can, I still like vibe you. I'm a toucher. I'm a Pisces. So I'm like. Do you know how I feel? <laughs> like, and one, one, one Gemini twin of mine is like, oh, that feels lovely. And the next one's like, don't fucking touch me. me. I got shit to do. <laughs> Get the fuck off me. Oh, my God, guys. We are so stoked for this episode. So it's February. It's a month of love. It's the month of love. And my birthday. And yes. my birthday. I forgot your birthday present. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. Are you kidding me? I no, was no, like, no. I have really... it. Oh, okay. Cool. cool, cool. I, just for, I thought I put it in my car and I didn't put it in my car. Oh my God. I'm but so I have excited. it. I wrapped it this morning and did everything and then I fucking forgot it. This is my favorite month. Yeah. It's all about you. No, 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 no. I don't. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate it. It's the month of love, man. I love sharing I love. I love it. And I'm going to be in Thailand filming oh. and Daniel's going to come hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In your bikini get yeah, your right. tan on girl what's the weather there fucking hot is it hot right now <laughs> yeah you gotta be in the water yeah it's hot can you tell us anything about this movie um can i yeah fuck it yeah i think i can um it's called oh god you're in- gonna call me and make me edit this shit out i know you no 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 no, no, no. I, right. I don't think so it's called into the deep it's like it's um it's an action movie uh oh Hi, baby. Sorry, baby. I'm online. Um, <laughs> it's an action movie, but my character is she's like a certified scuba a scuba diver. So okay. I'm like trying to get in shape right now. Can you <laughs> tell who say who's in the movie with you? Yet? I don't know if I can do that, but some really cool people. That Hopefully, have been in that the we water get... before, maybe. No. So I'm going to Bangkok for three to four days. Did you say it's... Bangkok? Bangkok. Is it called Bangkok? Bangkok. 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 Bangkok? Bangkok? Yeah, Bangkok. Why do I think it was Bangkok? 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 Well, we'll ask. Actually, well, you know what? We'll we can ask, ask our guest. As our guest. Who is far smarter <laughs> than we us. are. <laughs> Danielle, would you, you know like what? To? It's like you and I are like Wayne's World. 
We are Wayne's World. <laughs> oh my god! Or Dumb and Dumber? I, was, I didn't want to say that. Or Butthead? Like which one? <laughs> Dude, everybody, Catherine Corcoran's joining us from the Terrifier franchise. Woo! Hi. Welcome. So, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> Catherine Corcoran, that's right. Yeah, no, okay. no, Bangkok. Bangkok. Oh, Bangkok. I about my name. Oh. Oh, I was like, of course it's about me. Obviously, I'm <laughs> myself. No, no. I, I actually wondered. I was like, I'm hoping I'm saying her last name correctly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Bangkok. Bangkok. Like, but, but like, maybe not. I, I, I am not a native. You'd have to, like, ask. Yeah. We should go around and videotape. Ask me How do you say it? 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 Oh, my gosh. Podcast, we're so excited. We're excited to have you. So we actually haven't had any female guests on our show yet other than a sex therapist. No so you are no our first other horror actress on our show. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. I already felt like I was getting invited to, like, you know, when you're in elementary school and, like, the cool girls invite you to their sleepover. <laughs> oh, we felt that's, you. That's what I felt like. I was like, oh my God. I like I was already so pumped. And now I'm like, wow. We're we were cooler. We were we were listening to some of your some of your other interviews. Yeah, we were um, being such weirdos yeah. and we were stalking oh, no. you all over. And we were oh, like, no. dude, she's so fucking smart. I was like, what why is she why is she doing why is she an actress? And we're like, wait, maybe we shouldn't say that because we're oh that kind of makes us sound know, really bad. Like, so we, <laughs> no, now I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, what did I say? You know how you like kind of black out a lot of times in those? Because they like, they ask the same thing. Yeah. So you just like kind of end up rambling. Girl, you would rock the red carpet. Like when we go on a red carpet and they ask us something, I'll I'll either go like a full monologue where I could have just said uh-huh. it was really fun. Or she oh. turns to me and goes, Danielle. Danielle? <laughs> but you just like know exactly how to answer questions. Where'd you go it's to college? Such a talent. I, I, I started at NYU and finished at this is. little school called Marymount Manhattan College, and they tried to kick me out multiple times. For what? Did you what do? did you do? They didn't want me to graduate. They probably would be so mad if they ever knew. No, I just, because I, 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 I wanted to be an actor, so like NYU quickly became like way too expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I went to this other school that gave me a scholarship. It was like a little art school, still in New York, so I could like audition and stuff. And I booked this trauma movie. And they were like, not happy about it at all. Like first, you're not supposed to work when you're in like a, cons- a conservatory, I guess. Oh. But I already was like working as a kid. So like that was out the window. And then the second thing was like, I left to do this movie that at the time was like, it's kind of tame, I think now. But at the time, it was like a big deal. There was like a lesbian sex scene, you know, it's trauma. They're like mm. vomiting yeah. green goo all over the place. <laughs> and they were like, this is not art. So they were like so mad. And so I, it's attendance based. So I was late coming back that fall semester because I was filming. And then it it premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. So I was like, I'm going. And I like yeah, left yeah. early and they like tried to like fail me and they took away my scroll. <sighs> they hate me. Like there's, and every once in a while I get like the thing in the mail that's like, donate to our program. Like, fuck you. No. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean, but like. Like what are they, so what, yeah. what constitutes art for them? Yeah. I don't know. It was funny that I totally forgot about this because it was like 10 years ago and I'm like aging myself. It was like 10 years ago now. And I was, I did a, a panel at San Diego Comic-Con honoring Lloyd's like 50 years of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And his wife was there and I forgot we did this. So she was the New York State Film Commissioner at the time. And so she knew about all of this and she was like furious and so when they showed it at the Museum of Modern Art, the film with like blue is the warmest color and like mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street wow. is like one of like the most like influential films of the year. 
uh, she had me print out invitations and put them in every mailbox of my yes. professor. So it was her idea. Yes. I, I love totally it. Forgot we did that. Oh, I, I love it. Come. But we did do it. it fuck them. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. This she is was why awesome. I said fuck school a long fuck time school. ago. I know. <laughs> but kids, yeah, if you're I mean, listening, like, <laughs> go to school. <laughs> I, I think I honestly like in retrospect, like I love like to learn. So I totally like would have gotten more out of it. I think if I had like had time to figure out who I was and what I wanted. I think like now. I'd go in and like maybe not take acting classes, but like do anything else that would like supplement mm. or like like maybe I'd take a class to learn how to podcast. But, right. you know, I don't know. Might so, be helpful. So, I mean, I know this is like such a we get asked this all the time, but I'm actually very curious. So what made you want to become an actress? Like what what was what was the pivoting moment that you chose this? I don't I was a kid. I mean, I don't know. I think like I it was. I was just really like precocious as a little kid. And like at the time, the the like equity policy was like if if Broadway and off-Broadway shows were touring, they couldn't tour with kids. Mm. So they would cast in different areas. And like my mom had me in like theater classes just because like to do something. And she was a dancer. So it like kind of like mm. made sense. And like they would go and like see like look for kids to be in these in these shows and I like would audition and eventually like I started booking mm -hmm. and then like so I would do these like musicals you know like Annie or Gypsy or whatever would come through and then like I like got a little older and like wasn't super cute anymore I guess so like <laughs> I got that awkward phase adorable we've all had that weird fucking awkward phase I'm going through that now yeah. stop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped, like you know asking I was like gangly and I was like but I was like really serious I was like I love this I want to do this I think also like got me out of school like I didn't really fit in and like um and so my mom's like all right like find a place to do this like, I must have been like 11 12 maybe and I googled acting agents and I called them like it like oh. I called them yeah, I was like, I like, I need an agent. This is what I need. <laughs> oh my God, and so like, you just want, this is what you wanted to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and they, like, most of them hung up the phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and one, I, I, I'll i never forget this. Her name was Edie Rupp. She talked like this. She talked like, you know, Ross's agent from yeah. Friends. Like, she smoked a pack a day, you know? <laughs> and she, like, she picks up the phone. She's like, she listens to it, and she goes, what is this, a 215 number? And I was like, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. And she's like, she's like, all right, all right, listen, my husband, he runs an acting school with like kids in New Jersey and Philadelphia. On Fridays, they do open calls. Go, bring your mother, I'll meet you. She did. Oh my yeah. God, amazing. And like that, yeah, and she became like my first rep and that was just, it kind of just went from there. So where did yeah. you, so where did you live in New York? Were you, did your mom, your mom shuttled you back and forth into the city for auditions yeah. and stuff? Yeah. I mean, she was kind of, uh, she's let me be pretty independent, which I think like moms would not do now, but I think I'm so glad she did because like, I never felt like she was like forcing me to do this or Ugh. anything, which a lot of kids I think go through. Like yes. it was just like, whatever. Do we scout? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, yeah, it was just like, you know, whatever you want to do, if you want to do this. And like, she was working and like, 
was like a lot of times after a few times she took me and then I knew how the train worked um because I was living in Philadelphia and there's there's like a New, New Jersey transit you can take so I knew how to do it so I would just like by the time I was like 13 14 I would just do it by myself oh my and, god you know I'd go to my agent's office and like check in and then go and then come back and then so like they made sure but I was kind of just doing it on my own and like I remember one time I did a student film and like, I, I'm so glad she did this. Cause like it helped, like I was the coolest experience for me, but like the retrospect, like probably like you wouldn't get away with it now. They just took me and left me in this house in the Hamptons <gasps> where we had to film with these college kids. I was like a teenager <laughs> and I, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was like, awesome. Oh my yeah. God. So, yeah. My God, yeah, my so mom like, would, I guess. my mom would make me sit next to her. <laughs> Like on set, like I could <laughs> oh not play god. with the kids. Like, oh my god, I don't know if my mom would ever let me do that. Yeah, my mom would have. Yeah, she, she would have wanted to come and like see if there are any hot guys there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she just kind of. I remember I did one thing. My dad, like, he had to take off work. He didn't even come in. He just sat in his car and worked and like yeah. let me do my thing, like a commercial. Yeah, like he was there if I needed anything. But yeah, that was so more like, my dad. Just, my, more my dad would kind of yeah. just like, or yeah. my grandma would just. Be like, just be all in right, the trailer. Yeah, let me know when Come you, if need, you need me. You need help. Yeah. Yeah. When they're trying to get <laughs> yeah. you to stay for overtime. Oh my God. It's the only time my mom would ever come out and she'd be like, Are you good? Are you tired? Do you want to go? Are you good? And I'd be like, I'm fine. She'd be like, oh, Okay, awesome. it's fine. She can stay. Wow. So we're yeah. all kid actors. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. insane. Would you do that with your child? I, 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 I'm always curious. Would you put, would you, uh, now I knowing know things that you know now? <laughs> God, I, I, I don't even know if I would be a great mom, to be honest. I think I'm like, I'm still figuring it out. But mm-hmm. I guess like, I don't know if they wanted to, maybe, but I probably wouldn't like Wait, ever what, encourage it. What makes you, know? you think you wouldn't be a great mom? I don't have, I'm just getting my own shit together. Like, God, <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised I keep myself alive. Like, another human? I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I think Danielle still thinks that with two kids. I do. <laughs> like, That's my only role. Yeah, yes. But I mean, I waited. I, I waited till I was older. Because right when I was 30, I was like, I'm not sure yet. You know, I know I want to be in a committed relationship. I wasn't sure about marriage 100%. I wasn't, I think it was also who I was with and where I was in my life. Um, and then I, when I got about 34, I was like, I kind of want, I really want a family unit. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I of course had a dumb manager that was like, you can't get pregnant. You need to work. You need to work. You need to work. And I listened and then, you know, cut to finally meeting my husband in my late thirties and then trying to do it close to 40 was like difficult to have to like Uh, shelve that. Well, obviously like that's the fear behind it, you know, being pregnant Mm -hmm. and being out of the game for so long. Not being able to work. totally. And then trying to get back in. And then you just don't know. You don't know you're going to have a baby and you're not going to slap your kid around on auditions. And, you know, I mean, I don't, I didn't want to be that mom anyway, but how are you going to support yourself? And if yeah, you're dating I'm, actors, like most of us actresses have done, are you? <laughs> is that what you're doing right now? Are you dating? I'm not dating. I'm not. I'm not dating anyone. I was like, um, I was at a seven year thing that was not the healthiest for a really long, all through my twenties. So mm. now I'm like at this point where I'm just kind of like finding me. You mm-hmm. know, I did go out when I like uh, when I first moved out here to LA with like someone who was like he was like really, he really wanted like the kids, the family, like the whole thing. And I remember kind of being like, whoa, like, I don't know, like right away, he like had a timeline, it was uh-huh. like two to five years, like, this is what I want. And I was like, 
I don't know. I just got here trying to like <laughs> yeah. figure out the highway. What fucking you know? guy? The fact Jesus. that you found one of those I right know. away in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, like the thing that was weird about it though was like, like it, he, I mean, he, he was kind of like, really like planned out about it. And I said to him, well, you know, the actor thing, like, it's just this, like, you're kind of out of the game for a minute. And like, not just like, not just after you have the child, but like leading, cause your body is constantly changing, you know, just like mm-hmm. continuity things. So it's like, people think like, oh, it's like a maternity leave, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's not, you have that nine months leading up and mm-hmm. then however long you take after. And so I said, you know, I thought about it. Maybe if I did have kids, it wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't have biological children. Like maybe I'd adopt. And I know a lot of actresses that do that. And, um, he did say, he was like, well, I just think if you can have your own kids, you should. And I was like, oh, mm. I'm so glad. Oh, you, good for him. Your yeah. Choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like to control my body now? And yes. I was like, everything else in my life. At first I was like, I was like, wow, like he's like so in touch with like family and stuff. And then I remember talking to like, an older female producer. And she's like, what are you, an oven? He sounds like a little bit of a stalker. Or something no, odd, no, you know? I don't know. No, he knew nothing about this world, that's mm, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely like worked in the business, but not not this this world at what all. What kind what kind of yeah. guys are you usually attracted to? Horrible narcissists. Oh really? I, uh, oh, they're so no. tasty though. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a fun I time. Like, uh, I'm very aware. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. I'm getting better. But I yeah, I have fallen like the like the typical narcissist the like love bomb this and then like who like ends up cheating on you that's like that's my type like for sure (laughs) yeah we all have stuff in common (laughs) so crazy we were just talking about this i think on the last episode when when we feel there's a time that things that we wake up like what what is it that we allow ourselves to be in those relationships for so for so long at that age and then all of a sudden at one point you finally wake up and go wait a minute i have this is not i'm not picking that anymore it took me i went through sla I don't know if you know what that is, Sex Love Anonymous. And I think Danielle, oh, Danielle went to mm-hmm. it as well. It took me going through a program <laughs> to go, wow. I am not going to be attracted to these types of toxic people in my life. And yeah. that I had to do more self-work on myself. And then it all, yeah. it all you know, it takes two to tango. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, so, you know, you know what's, what yeah, is going on? The, that's really interesting because a lot of, I'm, I'm, I've become that like LA person who's like really a gym junkie. And a lot of like my friends at the gym are in the sober community. And how I met them was because I kind of had this like breakdown where like I moved cross country and I was definitely running from like addressing some of my things. Mm-hmm. And then when I got here, I like, I just like hit the ground running and just said yes to everything and like totally burnt myself out. Like, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to do that where you're ending up working. Like you're just saying yes to so much that you're working like 20 hour days, six days a week and like trying scout. to have a social life and date. That's yeah. Scout. Like, yeah, and I I'm just, working like, on just, shit. Yeah, but no, I get it. I was just like running myself into the ground, and I totally burnt out, and like had like like a, a breakdown. And I was like, okay, I need to just like fix this. So I started really working like self care stuff. I worked on like I did a myofascial release, mm-hmm. which is like great for women with like trauma backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I did like. I do like all this like journaling, like I did mm-hmm. a lot of meditation work. My mornings are really big on that. And people in the sober community do that as well. Like any sort of recovery is really, really similar, regardless of what it is, whether it's sex and love, whether it's just like burnout, whether it's addiction, mm-hmm. it's all kind of universal. What's of your drug of choice? 
Oh, that's funny. Right now, believe it or not, because I'm like working on myself, I've kind of like cut back. For a while, I was a big tequila girl. Came out here, really liked, got into mushrooms. Oh, Scout's favorite. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I do find like now I like like being a little clear. Um, So like like we were talking right when I jumped on about like the cons and like I'm still kind of new to them. And like there's definitely this like party atmosphere. And the one I did this weekend was like the first one I did like where I had like a drink here and there, but like pretty sober all the way through. And it was a totally different experience. Right, right. That's kind of how we do it. I'm sober. Yeah. We don't, we don't really <laughs> like where you'll never see us out at like the after parties or like partying yeah. in the bar or anything. If anything, like come Friday, we'll have like a, maybe like a glass of wine or a drink yeah. or sometimes, you know, in the middle of the day on a Saturday, I'm like, oh my God, I just need like something, but maybe yeah. one drink, but I've never, only one time did I accidentally get high before a show. Um, yeah, well, I knew. Well, I thought I was taking like a CBD THC drops that were like one, um, 30 to one. Like uh-huh. meaning you were like freaking thir- out. Well, cause I, cause I thought it was the opposite. It was one to 30 and I took a whole dropper and I thought that like they had hired security for me. I went to the show in this town that I used to have a stalker in. I'm sure you oh, have no. your fair share of those folks. Um, yeah. and, uh, which I'd love to hear about. And I they had these big security guys and I didn't know. And I thought they were for the, for the room. And they ended up this one. I went to go say hi to my friend, Felissa, Felissa Rose, you know, Felissa, yeah. I went to say hi to yeah. Felissa and the guy was like, ma'am, I got to go with you wherever you go. And he was like going with me. So then I got in my head stoned and started thinking, oh my God, maybe they know something about somebody coming here and don't want to tell me about it because they know that I'll leave. So I started tripping myself out because I just didn't know what was going on. Well, because you know, like if if there's a crazy fan, like once in a while, I don't know if you get this, like I'll get a call from a promoter saying, hey, kind of got some weird, you know, messages on our message board. Just want to make sure that this person isn't an issue. We know what he looks like. We're not going to let him into the show. Um, Or he's special needs doesn't mean anything but we needed to give you a heads up and I wonder totally. if there are shows that get those but don't tell us because oh, they're 100%. they're worried that we oh, won't they have go to. yeah and they don't probably don't want to freak you out like they don't want you to say no and then you like pull out or whatever yeah. you know what has your experience been since you are just now getting into the con world um it's been interesting for sure it's definitely dramatic which I was not expecting. How so? <laughs> like, there's, there's like drama. Like, I oh, didn't realize yeah. this. Oh, it's scenes. like high school. It's so weird. Yeah, that that part of it is that. so weird. But I like, um, oh, I knew, so I did trauma when I was 19. And that, um, that film was a Stars Anchor Bay film. And uh, Stan Lee was in it. So we did like New York Comic Con and San Diego and LA, but it was very much like around panels that's different yeah, that's yeah. so different yeah. than going so to you cons were coming yeah. In, yeah so you were like coming in to promote the film you yeah. do like the press you're there for a couple photos and then you're kind of out and everyone's just hanging out together this is like the the cons are the hard must have been a shocker different. for you <laughs> it was My a God. different animal for yeah. sure for sure um what is nice i think and it probably happens to you guys too is a lot of times they try to book you with people that you've worked with before so like you have this little like yeah, unit your, your, that your community. like yeah yeah that's yeah. really nice and like everyone's kind of like looking out for each other. Um, Jenna Canal, who's also uh, in Terrifier, uh, we hit it off like immediately when we met on that set, and she's become like one of my best friends. We talk every week, so like we're like tag teaming like all the way through and checking in with each other all nice. the time. So like that's like really nice, and we do like ask 
to sit next to each other. Um, at the ones I've been by myself, like now I start to have like friends who like look out for me, like, and give me really good advice. Like, uh, Spencer, we talked about Miko Hughes, like another one who's like really, really great. Who's been doing it his whole life. Like, yeah. So there's like stuff like that. You'll see it's it's the usual suspects. You'll see the same like 40 people at shows where you'll know you'll have your people. Yeah. Which is great. Do you, um, what's the weirdest thing somebody's, uh, said to you? Do you have like a, a specific oh my God, every time, every time it's a little weird. So it's this time someone asked if I could record a video for her husband talking about queefing. What? Oh it was from God. a joke. It was a joke from another film. I forgot that there was a line in there about it. It was a joke in the film. But like at first I had to like, I had to like, so wait, wait, what, wait, what do you want? You're like, my husband, he loves this movie. He watches it like and every like, day. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so like, but I feel like if anyone else is walking by, they would. What the fuck? Oh, like, yeah. I just got yeah. asked. I just got asked the other week, which is the first time I've ever been asked to finger a bagel. Like this person brought oh. a bagel and was just like gave it to me. And she, she was like, you know what to do. Because I think I finger a bagel in the first Halloween. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, the fact that you want me to do that. What about the right guy now? that just had a step on him for oh, a yeah, photo? Was, yeah. Some guy wanted us to step on him and take a picture. That that might have been the first fetish kind of thing, maybe? I'm curious. Is there, when people ask like these requests or say these things that are kind of take us off guard, do you feel like obligated to say yes? Or are Um, you Like if somebody brings you something that they made, like art or something. Not, I mean, that's weird. I shouldn't say art, but like you know, brings you something that they've made of you. And then do you all, I always feel like, and I was going to talk about this, like, do you, I want to give them, you know, something signed back for, for without charging. Cause I feel weird and obligated and you know, it's a very odd sort of, sort of thing to be in. I, yeah, I don't know like what's valuable in the exchange of that kind of process. And I, and I, I'm always like, so like humbled by this time, like, I guess one girl, she's, she brought us all little Oscars. Mm. Cause I guess Aww. there was like the joke about like terrifier doing the Oscar push. So like, she brought us all little ones, which cute. was cute. So, like I have that. I kept that. Um, like people give you like earrings and like things they make. The one thing that we did talk about is like, we were all talking about that together. What do you do with like the fan um, art of like, because it's amazing that they work so hard on it and they give it to you. Like it, you're kind of just blown away, but like how many like clown masks and like Michael Myers, like things like, can I keep in my house? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't know what to do with you it know, all. Unfortunately, it's like, I mean, I, I have a couple of things that were made, but like, I can't. Yeah. Okay. So the, I think, I think what you do is you keep your faves and then the other ones I will sometimes um, sign and then auction off yeah. on for charity. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I love that idea. Because then we're that's kind of idea. giving back and someone's getting it and it's serving a purpose. Yeah. My yeah. thing is when they write you notes, oh, I've kept almost notes. all of my notes because I so feel so I like, don't want to throw them away. No. But like there's so many. 
What's yeah. your fa- what's your favorite thing to get? So this is what Scout and I've discovered. Oh my god! When we're on the show and we talk about things we love, they miraculously appear from fans at our tables at conventions. Like Scout's oh. got so many things. <laughs> no, I, I, well, no, there, was, there was just this <laughs> perfume that I couldn't find that was going out of business in, in um, Victoria's Secret that they were taking out, and I was like, if anybody can find that, and I've gotten three of them. I am <laughs> so amazing. fucking happy. So sweet. I'm so happy. You have no idea. I'm always like whiskey, perfume. whiskey and Swedish fish and. And face like any makeup, skincare, like any kind of that, that stuff. I love that stuff. For sure. I'm such a skincare junkie. I like that. Um, there's this, my perfume, I forget the name of the brand. It's called Boy Smells. That's the Boy Smell? Boy Smell. That's what it's called. Ooh, I like, I have you, find the name of the brand. Have you been using that forever? No, it's more recent. My other okay. one that was forever was like a basic one. I think it is like out of circulation. It's called Toka Colette. Oh yeah, I and remember that. that. Yeah, it smells really good. It's like out of circulation, though, I think. So people that listen love to hear what we what we wear because then they can smell what we, you know, everyone smells so specific. Smell. Yeah. So they like just kind of smell. I also have in my head, it's like in my bathroom, like what, what the brand is, but it's called Boy Smell. Oh, the, um, people are searching it. They are. are they're they're, they're, they're going to get a whole bunch of Boy <laughs> Smells. But oh it God. was people weird. Oh, sorry, sorry. Continue. But, uh, people bring me tea. I like that. I love oh. that. I love how, like I like the loose they make their that's happened a couple times and I don't think they know that I'm like a tea person but they, they know. Um, they know. Well, they know. well no but they've made like blends. They'll be like spooky blends. You know people have like the oh, spooky right, coffee right. so they bring like the one that they made for your film. Right. And like I will drink that unless don't poison it or anything. But, I know. Like, I, I worry about that. It's so hard like when I when yeah. I'm given food and stuff like that I just I'm like very yeah. 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 You never know anymore. You I know. There are these are amazing crazy. girls out here who do, they have a bakery. Um, there are a couple and they have, I've seen them at the LA shows and they have, they do like um, brownies that are like coffin shaped and like cookies. And those are amazing. Like Cute. they always have their own booth and they right. bring like, oh my god, I awesome. love that. So I was rewatching Terrifier last night and I um I, I messaged oh no. I messaged Damien and asked him uh where who has the, your corpse? Like I wanted to know where <laughs> who what does he where where does he have it? It's in storage. I just figured it would probably be in like his shop or something, you know, like hanging there. And he said no, that they had to throw it away <gasps> because the blood totally soaked through it, just destroyed it, and then all of the the raw meat. Uh, I forgot there was wrong. So okay, I've yeah, done. We gotta, we, gotta break this down. we gotta break this down. We I've done one out. movie where where they used raw like um, cow innards for a scene uh-huh. that I had to like crawl through a freezer with another girl, and I, that's so against health code. Like that is so fucking foul and gross and like I still smell the smell oh of God. what that raw meat was like. Were you on set when uh, when that when they had? I mean, were were you there yeah. for the, all the body, all that stuff? And it's funny because I'm plant based. I should have like, oh, but I think shit. that wasn't what I was focused on probably <laughs> that night. To be honest with you, oh, like, yeah, um, I've been. I mean, yeah, that's funny. I ask because you know I've done enough. I think I have one behind me but I did that myself but the of like body cast yes so when people do body cast if they do my torso I ask to keep it yeah because it's like Grecian and like pretty and I put them around my plants oh my god <laughs> like, how many I do you have just, just everywhere how many I, do you have of your tatas around your house I, I love three. it oh my god <laughs> amazing I love it I've never yeah. gotten that I would love that yeah because you know how they like they cast it yeah so it's like, pretty Damien did a full body cast of me so he's there's there there was in Phil's backyard for a long time a full 
body headless body of like you know plaster of me and apparently eventually like the elements got it but I was like campaigning for it even before like the Netflix deal because I have this like vision in my head that one day I'll have like a big enough backyard and I'll just take all the like body parts and make like a bird bath or something he said he said he's got the mold still for yours we talked about it recently because I was like I like I wanted like, and so, and that one I did of myself in college because I minored in sculpture, like very useful. And so like I <laughs> cast myself with alginate the way you would special effects Whoa. to make it because I knew how from, yeah, from. Uh, oh my God, you got to cast me. <laughs> I cast my body? Amazing. <laughs> I've never <laughs> done that. I've never done it's it either. Actually, apparently that stuff they put on you, the purple stuff, alginate mm-hmm. is like really good for your skin. Oh, yeah. Let's alginate. have a spa day, ladies. Let's do it. <laughs> or a horror movie spa day. We're all casting ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdos. <laughs> so, okay. So we obviously have to talk about Terrifier. What was the, I, I, I just want to know the whole process. Did you know the guys before? Yeah. Like through the circuit oh. or anything? So it was an audition. No. What was that audition like? Like what were you ha- had to do? I'm assuming self-tape, was- right? No, it was um, it was in New York. It's pre self tape times, like pre pandemic, and it was in person. And I had it was like maybe a year after Newcomb High, a year or two. So I was because trauma exists in this weird middle ground of like horror comedy. I was getting some horror offers, and I saw this come up, and I just was like, I'll audition for it. I was like in between things. And I went in and I did the the scene where she sits on, um, my dog's going to yell at the mailman. He might hear her. I did the scene where I sit on the clown's lap, mm-hmm. you know, and move his face. And it was so like low budget. You know, they, they have a reader usually and you go in and you, for people who don't know, you go in and there's a reader and you do your thing and you get out. And I asked the reader if I could interact with them and like touch them. And he said, yeah. So I did it exactly the way I do it. Found out and they're dying. They're like hysterically laughing. And I'm like, I think it's funny, but like these guys are like really like Love really find this hilarious. Like I must be killing it or something. Yeah. Come to find out like it's Phil, who's the executive producer, who's like this like, <laughs> like bigger, like older guy. He was the reader because there's so low budget, like that's it was. So that's why they thought it was oh my so God, they funny. Were dying. You know Phil, like you know why this is really funny. You're also and, a cute girl. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like moving his face around. Oh my God, amazing. And so like, they called me like, Damien was really funny. I remember he like, he had my personal email. I was in between reps at the time and he emailed me like right away. It was like, thank you for coming in. Like that usually doesn't happen. And like, that's yeah. a pretty good sign. And then like Damn. told me that I, that I had it. And it was funny cause I signed with the new agent and the new agent was like, absolutely not. No way. In <laughs> Why? Hell. Why? Like, well, what was your reasoning? The, well, the scene, right. it was, they were making it for $30,000. Right. The scene, it was like, there was, he was like, no, no, no way, no way. And I think as I like, right when I signed with them, I booked this like boxing movie with like Naomi Watts. And, right. they cool. and they were like, no, they were like, no way, you're not doing it. And, um, and I was like, no, no, I want, I just wanted to work. So I was like, no, no, yeah. I, I want to do it. I want to do it. And, um, and believe it or not, people talk way more about Terrifier than that boxing movie. So like goes to show, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, that was like, that's how it happened. It really is crazy. Like what sticks with people. Yeah, it really is. Did they ask, had you done nudity before this movie? Yeah, I did it for trauma. Um, I just wrote about it uh, 
for the Daily Beast. Yes, actually. we read it. Yes. Because, yeah. Oh, thank you. It's been coming up um, recently. I don't know why. Um, but uh, yeah, I did it when the first time I did it, I was 19. And it was um, at the time, gay marriage wasn't legal in the United States. And it was a lesbian sex scene. Right. In, and like it was a big deal um, because that's why we showed at Cannes was because um, it was the same year that Blue is the Warmest Color did. Mm-hmm. We were joking like green is the hottest color. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, so I'd done it before. Um, and uh, but I, I was living in New York and I was really involved in like the art community. So like we're always doing like weird shit. We're like painting our bodies and like running around. I did a feminist series i was just talking to that photographer today this like photographer nicola and uh, it was called fucking new york and it's exactly what it sounds like we like identified um i don't know if i did that before or after servers around the same time uh and things that define your sexual experience positive and negative and things that define your new york experience positive and negative and we did a shoot around it oh my god amazing. there's always a correlation which i think is really interesting what were like, what were the 10 things mine oh my god I don't I don't remember now but we did find that there was like a correlation and I think I would argue it's because um people come to New York for like one of two reasons they come to like get swept up in like the energy that is New York and just like get like totally lost in like the arts world and the community and the nightlife or they come to like prove something Mm -hmm. like the whole you can make it there you can make it anywhere type thing People have sex for the exact same reason. It's all about like a surrendering. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surrendering or like taking a power, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there was naturally this thing and he photographed, he was like this L photographer. He photographed tons of women, uh, all body types, shapes and sizes. And, um, and uh, we would make these like shoots run. And some of them were like not based on that as we went on in the process. Like um, we did like a fuck the police shoot where I snuck into a police car parking lot and like climbed on top um we made something a little sexy with that like we had some like we had some like really fun um like stuff with it so again it wasn't like I wasn't at the time the fact that people make a big deal about the nudity is funny to me because at the time like it was just art I was just like whatever you know this is just what you do um I'm more selective and I'm more if I'm more um cautious about it now than I was then Hmm. and I yeah so it's an interesting but yeah that was like in terms of on screen I think that was only the second time I'd ever done it in a film I mean were they Um, uncomfortable what was the what was the set like that morning I mean I know it's so awkward for the I know all those guys so yeah to imagine them being like getting ready to hang you upside down naked are you wearing pasties on the bottom I mean what what's covering your no um, now again like this I was so new to it all kind of I didn't really know like what I could and couldn't ask for and I'm really big like now when I talk to people like about being like just now I'm just very upfront about about things. Yeah, we had wondered what we, we had wondered what that nudity writer looked like. Yeah. Did you for have that movie? There yeah, was none. It. Yeah. I told you. Yeah, there was none. Um uh we I think I I just met recently Casey, who's in the second film, and she I think did wrote her own nudity writer for okay. um for the second film, but I don't know 
but this no we didn't have that thank god it was this group of guys with without having a degree writer like thank god so you guys just had a phone call discussing like what was no damien this this he did it was like he was definitely like nervous about it i'm sure Mm. and he asked to get coffee with me and talk about the role and about the scene so he's like you pick the place like you know and and that's what i did i picked like a spot in my neighborhood and um we, we talked it, we talked about it, like what he was trying to do with it, why, why it was like important. And, um, it was, we shot most of it in the fall. And like, this was a pickup that we had to do like months later. So it was January and we, we, we talk about this like a lot because it's like, again, it was like his first feature too. So it was like, just this like learning process that like everybody was kind of in together. Um, we shot it in a condemned hospital, old hospital on Staten Island. It was January. It just so happened, of course, to be like one of the coldest nights of the year. It was like 20 <laughs> degrees. There's no heat. There's no running water. Oh, my God. Um, my and boobs we, are just already hurting for you. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, I was and, watching it last night. I literally, I said to my girlfriend watching it, I said, I... I can't watch these movies because all I can do is I can smell what it smells like. I can feel what it feels like. I know exactly what you're going through. I like, I, you know, you, I get like transported right back to shooting a movie and being fucking completely miserable, naked and freezing (laughs) and like, and trying to keep a straight face. Oh my God. My friend Davina so funny. She just, she's the line producer and does big budget stuff. And she was like, well, I'm sure they've got like, you know, the guys, they must have hand warmers or foot warmers in their clothes. And I was like, <laughs> no, no way. Yeah, right. There's nothing in the budget for that. Be happy they give yeah, us water. No way. I remember <laughs> Foot like, warmers. like, yeah, everybody's cold on that. And I remember yes. we, we, I like, we, so we get there and I remember they had like this setup to hang me off of with like, and I had done again, like some stunt work. So I knew kind of like how you did this stuff. Now I, I'm pretty well trained and I looked and I just like, I don't know why I expected this. It was definitely not in the budget. Like I was like, oh, like there's no rig. And like they were like, no, wait, 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 what? Okay. Like you know, you're supposed to have a rig. Yeah. To like no, they're they're like, wait, we have to have a stunt coordinator. <laughs> wait, there wasn't <laughs> even a rig for you. No, so I'm actually hanging like by no. my ankles in way. these like shackles. We, like that's there's no trickery there. Like that's that's what's happening. So and how I did always, you get lifted I, back up? Like when it was like okay, yeah. we cut. Who came over? Did somebody come over and physically yeah. lift you up? Yeah, I'm so, like want to cry because I was just like I, I can't even imagine like the. But we like well we I knew when I saw it I was definitely nervous and I they put George the DP in it first to test it. And because he was like twice my weight. And they were like, if it doesn't break, it won't break with Catherine. My God, you've got um, fucking massive balls. I swear to God, this is insane. I I mean, I was definitely nervous. And I remember being like, I know that there's like a rule about you can't, once you're upside down fully for 42 seconds, you can start to risk seizure. So we were like, so I brought that up and they were like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a timer. Um, and we'll play it up at timer. 40. I guarantee you none yeah. of them look that up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Would you have? I would no. have looked it up. I don't know. I mean, like, so I like, I don't know why I like thought to do that. But so we like, so the compromise we came, we came up with was like, okay, it's going to take too long to get up there and take me in and out of the, the shackle. So they had built a platform and I would lay on my back on the platform with my legs in the air in the shackle. And they would yell action, remove the platform, and I would like reverse crunch down. 
we would go until someone yelled cut at like the timer would go off, we'd yell cut and they'd come and they'd lift me back up. It was often actually because the set was so small and there was no crew, like Phil insisted and like not in a pervy way, like insisted it be him because he didn't want you like- Waiting for someone to run in. Run in and yeah. also he was like, didn't trust like to, anyone to touch, to touch me. I actually yeah, appreciated yeah. it. He has like a daughter and yeah. like that was like his thought process. Yeah. And um, because there's no like women, yeah, like on the set, and so um, he would like lift me up onto it, and then we would just go, and we did that. That was the only thing we shot that night, and it was a full night, like a full ten hour night. And um, and so your I remember feet, your feet like, were shackled for how many hours yelled. in a row? I mean, like I, I oh my gosh, I don't even know. I know I got out for uh, lunch. I know that, but in between, like other than that, I don't know. And I know that and it's like, freezing, and you're naked. Yeah, and I, we did have a quilt, but it kept getting like covered in blood. And at a certain point, like you, you know, this the blood is so cold. It's yeah. like just take, just take it, it like, off. It's not helping. Alone. It's yeah. just making it worse. Yeah. Did, did and you so, at any point during that night just have a freak out? Did you lose no, it at any point? With, like, what the fuck am I doing right now? I there was a point we like I talked about this before where like I started to get nauseous, mm. and so I think after so they. They took me out and I like kind of like, like I found like a little like bathroom, like had like some sort of water coming out. It was probably gross. And, like kind of like like got myself like, a little cleaned up. And I was like, I don't think I want to go back up. And mm. it was like towards the end. And we needed one more close up of just my face. So I hung off a table yeah. with my head back. Yeah. And that's how they got the close up. Um, but I afterwards we talked about this i like baby no warning water so he's baby wiped off like same mm. pink hair like in the mm. thing and david still had the um the black under his eyes and we got on the staten island ferry at like six o'clock in the morning oh i had God. on a, my clothes 20 degrees <gasps> oh so i had on God. like my clothes the bathrobe over my clothes and then my winter jacket and my hair like covered in blood pink face <laughs> david looks the way he does and we're just sitting there like staring straight ahead like not saying a word just exhausted yeah. and people are coming on the ferry to go to new york to go to work in the morning and nobody said a word. Everyone of course not. Like, it's New York. They're like, this is totally <laughs> fucking normal. My God. I love it. I what it's... these fucking people got into last night. But like, we're not asking questions. None of our business. Hearing that, um, hearing that just like makes me so emotional. Just like, it, I mean, and, and you were fucking badass. Like you were absolutely oh badass. God. Like if I was there right now, I would fucking hug you because like, I've never gone through something like that ever really never not uh, like that not like that yeah. I mean I you like know not where I mean especially you don't have a shower bottoms on or something or bottoms or warmth or a heater or something I've so done that you so know? many times no yeah like, I mean I had underwear that's the fun thing a lot of people think I'm full nude I had underwear on the only yeah, time it's still cool, like, like the dumb and people ask me all the time they're like I'm they're like that's you I'm like it's, it's a, a dummy, dummy. Like, you yeah. actually saw me like did it hurt but, like Happy February. Do you remember those New Year's goals you promised yourself you would stick to? Huh? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and super easy recipes right to your door, totally taking the hassle out of dinner time. I mean, are you looking for an easy way to eat well and save money? I mean, who isn't? Do you want to cut back on expensive takeout and delivery? 
Get started with HelloFresh. You will love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. No matter what your lifestyle is, what you like to eat, what you don't like to eat, HelloFresh has recipes sure to please everyone at your table. From fit to wholesome to veggie, they've got family friendly. Let me tell you, HelloFresh saved me during quarantine time from a life of living off of my kids' chicken nuggets and corn dogs. Parents, I know you can relate. So go to HelloFresh.com slash TalkScary65 and use code TalkScary65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TalkScary65 and use code TalkScary65 for 65% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, like, but um, I did, um, I did get afterwards, I got, I was really, really sick. And I remember mm-hmm. that. And like, I think all of us have gone through this where like, sometimes you're just like, you have those, I have a tendency to overdo it when yeah. I'm working. We talked about this, like workaholic. So you were like, there's always that, there's not always, but a lot of times there'll be that point on set where I start to lose my voice or like something is starting to happen. So I kind of anticipated to being a little sick. But like I was dizzy and I couldn't figure out why I was so dizzy, like no matter what I did. So I went to the doctor and um, he was like, well, you have strep, which was like anticipated, Man, yeah. dirty building, whatever. But um, I, he asked me to break down like exactly what I did again. And um, <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, OK, oh God, I, I would like, love to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> I know. So I tell him um, he was actually really cool. It's this doctor, Dr. Dave, he drives a Harley in New York. He's Dr. Really Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, real doctor, but like that's what goes by. Uh, so he um, he said, uh, OK, so um, your eardrum isn't where it's supposed to be anymore. And that's why you're dizzy. And I'm going to explain to you what, what you've done. He's like, you were right. Like 42 seconds is a good like threshold um, for for being upside down because um, you can start to risk seizure if your body isn't used to that. Um, but uh, the way gravity works is you have to go right back up, like right side up again. You can't just like lay on your back. Yeah. Cause every time you go down. So when you lay on your back, blood just pools in your body. And every time you go down, it rushes. And then if you don't go back up again, it just continues to pull. Oh. So as the blood is pooling, what you were experiencing was like cranial swelling. And that nausea that you felt, that's like actually early signs of it, like a seizure uh, like or something wrong with your cranium. And when the swelling went down, you had you now have strep, you have a virus, your eardrum is no longer where it's supposed to be. So that's why you're, that controls your equilibrium and that's why you're dizzy. So I'd be like antibiotics and a very like minor procedure to put it to get like back to to normal. How did they how um, did they put it back? What was the procedure to put your eardrum back? Dude, the stuff that we it's do little, for the for horror movies is Whoa, like amazing. Like, yeah, well like once the swelling once the swelling goes down, it's pretty easy. But the problem is 
like when you have an infection like that, it's all, it can't, it's all around it. So they had to like remove the infect, go in and remove the infection. They had to have like antibiotics and drop some antibiotics. And then he went in with like a little thing and like, Oh it was my weird, God. like made sound. Did you yeah. tell the director and producers? <laughs> oh, they yes, they know. We've talked about it. Like, <laughs> this is not the first time it's like come up. They know. And like we joke about it lovingly. I just talked about it like in an interview with Kevin Smith. And I like we joke, everyone laughs now about it. Yeah. But like at the time, like I didn't like, and you know, I didn't know how I felt about the film after that or when it yeah. came out because like, you know, what people don't realize is like, we didn't know we were making like what would become Terrifier. We just knew we were making this like clown movie in right. like this weird clown movie. We didn't know, like, you know, we didn't know it. Like, it's a very different experience. Like the, the cast coming in has, because they already knew, like the film was already like out there and, and on Netflix and doing really well. And like, you know, they, I, they, they knew what they were auditioning for and they knew that like, right. I think I remember like there was fan art before they even like walked on set. So it was like a different mm -hmm. thing. Like this was just like this low budget thing that we did and like had no idea what was going to happen with it. And I did. And I think, you know, I did start to, because that wasn't like the only time I'd been in situations like that as an actor, like we talked about. And like, I just kind of started to definitely be a little bit more hesitant and what I said yes to you know and I'm so glad it was this team of people who yeah. like actually care and love and support me um because like I know stories where like that kind of thing happened yeah, to women yeah. and like it was way worse <laughs> I could have gone very different yeah 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 my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like yeah, I, I feel so heavy <laughs> What's your, what's your preparation like for yeah. like on set? Like what's your, as an actress, what are you, you know, right before you have to do a big emotional scene, what's say they give you your, you know, your 10 minute warning. What's your preparation? Oh. Like, where are you? Are you standing there? Are you have your headphones on? Are you, cause it's for me, like I've only actually done one movie uh, with that was like, there was another female that I could actually see other than Scout that I could see like how they prepared for it. Cause it's always me and like a killer for some reason, there's yeah. like never anybody else in the movie with me. So I never get to see like how other genre actresses prepare for those emotional scenes and the five minutes they give us to get there. So I know Scout yeah. does it exactly like I do it. And Catherine Isabel, another actress that I've seen does it just like me. I'm like, Oh wow, you can fucking turn that shit on. I mean, hence why we're probably a little fucking crazy. Um, but what's your, so what's your prep right before you get going where do you, where do you go in your I head mean, it, it definitely varies if I do have time I try to like take some time away and like get there I one of the things it's taken me a while over the years to like figure this out and have like a system but I'm so I feel like I've kind of hit it at this point where it's like um your body remembers where things are in them so I like to try to access that point in my body so like if you're like emotional like I know where that sits in my chest or like in my so if I can like feel with my breath where that is, I can get there pretty quickly. There's this like, there's this technique that I use a lot now that's um, where they talk about, it's like, I guess it's, if you're talking like actor hippie dippy shit, it's like Meisner based yeah. mm -hmm. where um, they talk about being on the action. Mm -hmm. They talk, they talk about like just knowing what the action is and having the as if. And a lot of times it's like not even like what's actually happening in the scene. Right, right. Because like, I can't tell you, like if I'm going to like, cry because like a supernatural entity is that like I don't know what that feels yes. like I don't know I've never I fucking had, like, hate I those movies it's the worst yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't know what that is but I certainly know what it feels like to like 
feel like I have to run away from something Mm -hmm. or like know what it feels like to feel like panic. Like I have to get somewhere. So it's just like stay on that action is really helpful. But yeah, that's, I, and once I've like done that work and sometimes you do it in the table read or in the real, sometimes you get an ability to read with your partner before, or like even in the audition, once I've done that work, I find my body remembers where it is. So you give it a hundred, do you give it a hundred percent is your, how different is your audition from what you bring on set? Um, I think it's, I mean, I'm sure for you, like you, you as well, like it's always, Oh, I suck at auditions. Say you don't. Yes, I do. Oh, you don't. Auditions are the worst because you have nothing else and you're like faking it. And especially now, like in the era of self tapes, like it's really nice that you can do it wherever. And like, you're not beholden to like a certain location, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, I feel like so much of, I miss the interaction. Yeah, Yeah. I do too where you can like find it together. You know, like you go and you're like, okay, so this is how I'm seeing it, but I might try it this way let's just go and you let me know what you think. And then they give you like, I feel like that's so much, so integral, you know, to see if you can find it together. I miss that. Um, So yeah, it's definitely different um, for sure. I think it's much better on the set than like, yeah, for sure. In my living room. You're, you're, (laughs) you're producing now too, right? I am. I'm curious about your processes though. I feel like, Um, but yeah, I am producing now. That's been like a fun, I, ultimately I'd love to I have like some things in the works that really do like highlight women and women working in Gaga. I feel like you would be a great producer like just I try I I, I I feel like you nail it oh thanks (laughs) 100% (laughs) oh it's great for sure so so what so what is what is your next goal like what what do you want to do from here are you going to stay in horror I mean is this something that that you're going to continue, I mean, or are you just sort of like whichever, whatever comes your way kind of thing? Cause it's a tricky little, you're like right kind of where we are and that like you can do everything, but the horror kind of keeps bringing you back mm-hmm. in cause you found your niche, you know? So what do you, I mean, you're in, you're in that crossroads right now, I think. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always say this, people ask all the time, they're like, were you always like a diehard horror fan? And I was like, listen, I'm always been a fan of working. Yeah, yeah that's like exactly that's like right. A, like, yeah. That's a like hell, like, yeah. like I love, look, don't get me wrong. I love horror movies too, but like, I also like, and people don't realize how hard it is to be a working actor, like what that takes and how difficult that is. So like, first thing, like you always go where the work is regardless, yeah. like that's, that it, that's just the reality of it. Um, and the types I of roles think, that we're getting offered as, as women in horror, there's really no yeah. other genre that gives that yeah. on our level of, of fame. Yeah. You know, we could yeah. be the big, the big fish in the little yeah. pond versus the other way around. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say that I don't want to do other things. Of course we all do. Like nobody oh, yeah. wants to do the same thing over and over again. It gets really boring. But I think like, I, I you know, for me, I was, I, I was a genre fan as a little girl because like, that was the first time I was seeing like badass dynamic female mm-hmm. characters, like on screen. It does, like that still doesn't happen I enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but you get to watch like as a little girl and like, people don't realize like what, like watching like Buffy the Vampire Slayer right. like does for you mm-hmm. where you're like, holy, like, this is like badass. Look at her. And like, she's like cool and sexy and smart. And yeah. like, tough. <laughs> like, that's like, like, you don't realize like you don't like that's the first time you know that gets to happen or like I talk a lot about like the craft was Mm -hmm. like another one like there's just so many obviously alien like there's just so many things that like I'm my honestly like my dad that was how we like bonded like like that was our thing he would just bring home these like movies that my mom was not into and I was like 
oh my, he'd be like, yeah, check this one out. You know, check out Lost Boys. Check out like. What did your dad think of, what did your dad think of Terrifier? Yeah. They watch it? I haven't seen it. Okay, I was going to say, I I don't think my parents would watch. They haven't seen most films that I've done um, by choice, I think. It's hard, I think, to see your daughter. I'm sure your parents like have things that like are like that too. It's hard to like see them like nude or tortured or whatever, even though they know like Mm -hmm. that's not real. It's like, it's an uncomfortable thing, you know? They're super supportive. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a younger sister. Younger sister. Does she want to be an actor? Nope, not. We're complete opposites. She, like, (laughs) works, like, a regular nine-to-five job. She, like, she, uh, like, she loved college. She went to, like, a big sorority school in the South. Um, She wants nothing to do with any of this. And, like, um, yeah, it, like, it's funny. Um... Yeah, I, I think my family, I did do a Christmas movie for Hallmark. And my that's the one my family talks about the most. That's funny. Like, yeah, that's the one. Like, it'll be like, I'll get a text from like, my grandma and she'll be like, I just watched your movie. And I'm like, oh, which one? She's like, which one? Like, as if there's like, there's no others. <laughs> oh, my oh God. you still have a grandmother. I'm so jealous. Oh, grandma. Both of them. I have both. I have oh, both. my God. Are there? Are they back in New York or in Philly? Uh, yeah, uh, one's in Maryland, one's in Philly. I text one every single day. The other one, we write letters. Oh. Uh, she's 94. She's amazing. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're both really, really awesome. But like, no qualms about like, uh, the other day, like, we got my grandma that like, journaling thing that you do. She wants to, this was her words that like she wanted to write her memoir. So we got her that. Nice. Um, oh, I love that. That, uh, that like, it's like a thing online where you can like, yeah write things and she um so they she they I was a question about like faith that came up and she talks about how she she prays for the people in my family who have drug problems and then me (laughs) 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 oh my god (laughs) oh shit (laughs) I love grandmas there's just no filter man no filter Lloyd, Lloyd, I saw Lloyd this weekend and um, we, he brings us up every time I see him when Newcomb High was at MoMA. That was yeah. the first time my parents saw it. And like, my first lead in the future, of course, it would have become the Museum of Modern Art. like, it's perfect. They're going to walk through like the Scorsese stuff. It's going to be great. And um, they watched it. And um, afterwards, I, I was like, Lloyd, you know, this is my mom. And he said, oh, you know, he's making you know, you probably hated me at some point. And she looked at him and she goes, you're right. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, grandma for the win. It stuck with him. He like brings it up every time. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. That's in once you're in, you're in though. You know, once you get, once you get bit by the horror bug, it's really hard to get out of the, out of that community, you know? Oh yeah. And why would you want to? why do you have like, where else do you have like such diehard fans mm-hmm. either? Like, I just, you don't see that anywhere. Like theatrically, like they, no. they go to like theaters are struggling and like horror movies yeah. statistically do 2.3 times their budget at just at the box office. Mm-hmm. That's wild. That's crazy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like, and and they do, they know everything. Like I told you about like the queefing thing. Like they just like, yeah. remember everything. Like what other subgenre has that? I mean, I'm not, I, I, 
like not like I to knock anything else, but you don't see like, you know, the rom-com or your like, no. you know, d- your dramatic film with like the people like waiting in line with their like, nope. I guess like, maybe Chris, like Hallmark like, Christmas movies have culture that stuff. stuff. <laughs> and there is weird the Christmas cons. <laughs> There, yeah, it's there true. is now. And there is weird over... I say that they're jacking the horror style a little bit, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, totally. But, like, there, is weird, there is weird overlap, like which is kind of cool. Like, I have a really good friend, Erin Cahill, who was like a pink Power Ranger mm. and did cons that way. And now she's like one of Hallmark's like big stars. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's it, like, it, there's weird there's overlap. Twins. She does a lot sure. of them. Didn't she do two? How many did you do? How many have you done? Hallmark? Yeah. Um, I think three, three, and then like a bunch of lifetime. Lifetime, that's it. You do more yeah. lifetime. Lifetimes, lifetimes. Well, because yeah. lifetime also goes edgy with like the horror kind of stuff. I do. Yeah. I do want to. Just like a maybe, maybe one. Uh, Brynn wants to know. So our, we we posted as as you did for our fans thought, to ask yeah. ask some stuff for so you. Cool. So Brynn wants to know: Are there any other horror icons you'd like to go head to head with, and why? What do you mean, like head to head, like 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 fight, like, like fight battle? Yeah, yeah, like Freddy, yeah, Jason, yeah. Michael Myers. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I could never do what you guys do, but I think Michael Myers. Is what? Ultimate, what are you right? talking about? You can never do what, what we about? do. You did what we do. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> no, fucking no, killed no, it. No, I think, I think Halloween is the gold standard. Like everything is. It wants how like to emulate Halloween. I don't know. Terrifier too. Whooped standard. Halloween's ass this fucking year. So I don't know, I, I girl. Mean, you may have us beat I, right now. I don't know. I think like, but I think it's all because of like arguably Halloween, right? right like, well, for the slasher, that, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, everything is set up because of that, and like ultimately, like that's the dream, right? That like mm-hmm. something that like the Terrifier films can like emulate Halloween and can continue to make yeah. film after film after film but like nothing is guaranteed you know um people talk about a lot they want us to like I'm sure I'm curious if this comes up to you but people I feel like especially with women in the business they always want to pit us against each other <laughs> and so it's really interesting with like both films and like sometimes like you know on the online they like to or like when people come up to you they like to like give a little like like which one is better type of thing and I I find that like really annoying because it's like anytime you see success come after you it's only a reflection of the work that you did previously Mm -hmm. and so like like the ultimate goal is like you want a new group of actors to be able to like inherit the work you did and make it your their own and then the next group of actors after them to inherit the work that they did and that you did and then make it their own like, unless you're Jamie like Lee the, Curtis uh, you're gonna <laughs> say that. Scout's like don't say it don't I say it don't say it don't, like, say, don't it. say it Danielle <laughs> no no um, I yeah no we there, but like I do think that's the ultimate goal yeah right? is that you want that's what you want oh, 100%. Um, of course we get like, so excited when there's like you know when we find out a, a new new yeah. horror actress we're like oh my god I mean I think this is the only They're community badass. where like we we call each other about giving each other jobs yeah you know like yeah. oh and oh, everything kind of comes through <laughs> through through the like, group there's something there's something here yeah. we're attached to a movie do you want to attach yourself i mean well, this 
listen, the, we just did a movie. Oh, well, Scout was going to the movie with yeah. Levy. So I did Damien and, and Mike's last movie called The Stream that like everybody's yeah. in. And uh, yeah. Scout was, they were doing pickup stuff and they had asked Scout to come do that as well. So yeah. it's all one like beautifully incestuous sort of circle where we keep working with yeah. one another. And, and it's a community. We all support one another, especially the women in this community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. I was with, um, like I met Tamara Glenn for the first mm-hmm. time this weekend and she like flagged down like some producer she worked with and she was like, I want her to play my daughter. Nice. Like it was just like, I didn't even know what they were talking about, but that was like, what mm-hmm. like, yeah. and it's just like, it's just kind of like, when does that, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the idea of like, we all, it's already so hard to be a, a woman in this business. When people try to pit you against each other, it just mm-hmm. really annoys me. Yeah. Like I just, that's just that's so stupid. Like, and well, you got you've got friends and family in both of us. Yeah, so. oh, I catch you. I catch you. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll see you very, very. Well, I'll see you in LA. I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you my my birthday party coming up. But um, oh, I'm sure we'll all see each other at con. I, th- I think we've been to one together. I just can't remember which one it was. Yeah, I I know. I I kind of remember because I again like I just started doing them and I. I I'm going to like fangirl a little. I geeked out because I, I said right when I moved out here, I said that I would do one that was like kind of local and you guys were there, but I didn't say anything because like, I was like, oh, they're like, they're so cool. Oh, like, oh, like, us. We usually go up to people. <laughs> Which one was it? Do you remember? I know it was like, here in California. Maybe like a Monster Palooza um, or something or? No, I haven't done Monster Palooza. What did I do up here? I did LA okay. come. Creepy oh, we con? did that creepy one. Con. Oh, creepy, creepy con. con. Yes, you were a creepy yeah. con. Yeah, but I, I just kept to my. I didn't say. I, I really just kept oh. to my. I just moved. I had to bring my dog. I didn't have a dog sitter. Uh, like that one had paparazzi. Yeah, that was wild. Yes. That one had like a paparazzi person, and they got me. Um, that I was walk, picking up dog shit. <laughs> and they, like, <laughs> they like they don't have that type of picture they posted, but I'm out there like with the dog. Like don't. Oh my god. Just, Go don't around shit. the corner. Go around the corner. Like, don't shit. Don't shit. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Dude. Oh man, I would have watched your dog. Your dog's like, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't hold it. <laughs> oh my god, I love that they let you bring your dog. Man, I should have brought Cody. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I bring my kids. Why can't they let you bring your dog? True. Very true. Oh, you bring your kids. That's I, awesome. Oh, they, they love. Fun. They because lo- they're in love with Scout. That's the only reason why they want to come. <laughs> they love Auntie Scout. They're always like, Where are you, you're going Give to Give me work? your kids. Give me your dogs. <laughs> They're like, Auntie Scout? Is Aunt Scout going to be there? Are you going to be with Scout? Are you going to see Scout? Like, yeah, my older one. Oh my I'm, gosh, the fun. Carter. I'm the fun. Carter. Carter shares are the same birthday. films too? No, they they're watch? only four and five, so they haven't they oh. haven't seen anything yet. But um, but they, they, they probably will be. They're very into Michael Myers. My younger one, Jagger, who's four, I have this like uh, flannel shirt that I got at one of the conventions with Michael Myers in the back of it yeah. and he it's so small on him and he will not let me get rid of it Aww. and anytime he dresses himself he when we're going somewhere he wants to wear his Michael Myers shirt so I don't know oh, if they I, really I, get it but they definitely like get it soon like Disney character like if you don't know the kids like I noticed that we had kids this week and they dressed up like the clown I'm like have you seen this yeah. I don't know if they have some and some have. people are like oh we let them yeah. and I'm like Somehow, I'm, somehow. I'm slightly worried for yes. like, their, but then, but I also am like a sucker every time it happens that I like, yes. you're like, like, let me take a picture <laughs> with you. But you watch me get but killed. Also, <laughs> one little girl, she came over and she like, remember her, like she came over to me when she put her, like her 
hand on her chin and she looks at me like really seriously. She goes, you got cut in half. And I, <laughs> she was like five or six. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. She goes, you hear. <laughs> oh my like, God. It. It was How are you right here? How are you here? <laughs> I love it. Say magic. What? Is that the, do you have like one of those photos that you sign or? What's your like? I'm, what's the I'm go to? Trying, yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. I I talking about the nudity stuff. I don't really like. Yeah. I don't have at my table like any of the topless ones. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sign. Them. People brought that. Do they to bring you? that to you? Yeah. Do you sign do, them? It depends. Um, it depends. I'm kind of. I it took that was like a really tough one for me yeah. navigating in the beginning. Like, how do I do this? Um, um, Amelia Kincaid. I have like gave me really interesting advice about it. She's like fabulous. She was really funny, but she um. But yeah, I didn't know what to do uh, about like, I didn't, I just, I, people ask me all the time, like sometimes like, well, why would you do it if you're not proud of it? And it's like, it's not that I'm not proud yeah. of it. I just feel like my value as an actor and a storyteller has more to do with the fact that like I can do this and not the fact that I have tits. I don't right, know. Right, right, like, right. You have you know, tits? Like me, like I know. Yeah, what? Scout. She has what? beautiful tits, actually. Yeah, we did. We can convert. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Back at Give you. me some of those. <laughs> I just like you know what I mean. Like I don't know. I I feel like I do more than just have those. Yeah. So yes, you do. I, like that's how that's I feel all, that about also it. just goes back into being a woman. <laughs> Oh yeah, just a woman walking the street. I mean, street. who cares? They're just boobs. Everybody has them. Yeah. It's like, right, pick but please. It's like this whole thing that like comes around you, like, like you know, I, I remember talking to Pat Kaufman about this, the New York State Film Commissioner. It's like, if you're a woman, right, and that's like, oh, like if you don't, if you're like not into like sexualizing yourself or like even doing nudity, they're like, oh, she's not really like an artist, you know? Mm. She's, you know, she's just like, you know, a good girl. She's like not mm. really an artist. But then if you like do do it, they're, they're like, she doesn't take her art seriously. Right. But then if you do do it, they're like, oh, but you know what? She's not very bright. Yeah. She doesn't really take herself seriously. And it's yeah. like, right. but then if a guy, if a man does I know. it, it's like, what bravery, yeah. what vulnerability, blah, 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 blah. And I just like, can I say it's like, just go fuck yourself. Yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> yes, you can. It's just like. We're going to be so doing funny. movies where we're going to have so much male frontal nudity. hanging. From his dick. From his dick. Yes. And he's going to get sawed. Yes. In half from his <laughs> dick. <laughs> All right down the middle. And caught on the right balls. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I just feel like, and like people will talk like. It's just like, it's never, and it's never, like, you'll see it, like, everyone talks about all the nudity in, like, Game of Thrones. I'm like, where? Where? Shadow cover? Yeah. Where did you see that? I know. I saw no penises. I know. Like, what are you talking about? I know. it's so, like, covered and private and, like. It's it's not like that for women, and 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 then it becomes this like thing that you like have to identify with. Like, do you think they go up to like Malcolm McDowell and ask him to sign a picture of his dick? Like, no. no way. <laughs> <laughs> Scout, we should try. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that next time with Malcolm. That would be amazing. I want you to sign your dick for me. Please. I wonder if like what is what is it? Uh, Jason so uh, Jason Siegel. Right. Like, I wonder if Jason Siegel, anyone that's ever brought a photo to him of Fuck like no. paparazzi of his like standing there with his dick out. From, Fuck no. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No way. Like, no. No way. Because like, there's like this like respect that comes yeah. in. Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm sure they like there was all this talk about like your nudity bump and the rider. Mm. And they're so protected. But like as women, like you're really kind of like 
on your own until you get great reps who are looking out for you. Like now, like I'm so blessed that I have a team like that, but like, but then even you you have yourself too, but then even you're not, you know, I I did a movie. I've talked about this uh, when I was, I just turned 18 years old and it was with Uh Joe Pesci. And I had, I had in my contract, no nudity. And I was playing, you know, I was a girl as a brothel. Like, you know, I was like one of those brothel women and I got approached and all by men saying, Hey, we need you to show. And I was like, well, it says in my contract that I can't do nudity and they pry and pry and pry and pry until I just kind of gave in because I couldn't get a hold of my team at the time. Like I couldn't get anybody on the phone. So I didn't know what to do. I was just 18. And so I, I did it, but yeah. I mean, sometimes mine was the opposite on Halloween. You know that, right? Yeah. I was supposed to be no, it was supposed to be, I always do no nudity and then I get on set okay. and then I make them ask them to let me take my clothes off some, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> it's I true. Cause I was supposed to be I in the bathtub. I can't wait till we do our movies together. I'm going to be like, take your shirt off. Cause I was supposed to be all in the bathtub under in, in our scene where I die in the end of Rob Zombie's second Ugh. one. And I was supposed yeah. to be completely underwater and the water was supposed to be covered in blood because you weren't supposed this to bitch. see that I was this naked bitch. and you're only supposed to see yeah. my head and the nudity writer was no nudity at all and then I was like fuck yeah. it get me out of the tub I want to be butt, butt naked, naked and just cover everything <laughs> just pour blood on me so you can't really see anything but I, I'll I mean but I want to be butt naked and they didn't let me see her beforehand so I just came in there yeah. the whole fucking Whoa. bathroom is covered, covered in blood she's covered in stab wounds and blood and she's dying in my arms oh, I was like trauma you guys at that time well, well, was it like now or like <laughs> What did y'all? She's going to say it. What did y'all? I, I wanted to be her friend so I bad. Did. And she didn't want to be like my friend. It was like you at the con going, I can't talk to them. I can't talk to them. <laughs> that was me with Danielle. The entire first movie. What she, I just, it's just because she was younger. We didn't have as much in common. She was 17. I was 30. Like I was just like, all I kept being, I wanted to take care of her. I was like, pass the torch girl. This is your movie, your franchise now. Like go fucking kill it. And it's I was all like, you. Love me. <laughs> She's like, when are we hanging out? Like hanging out. So, look at me. I just met. I, well, we didn't just meet cause I didn't meet you on the set of um, Spencer's yeah. video, but um, I'm yes, like inviting her to my birthday party. I know. And she's all, Scout loves it. She wants I'm to. Like, I love love. love. I love love. Yes. Be my friend. It's so funny. It's we so we funny. weren't as close then as we are now, obviously. But it was still hard. Still I, I hard, yeah. I looked up to her like a big sister. So it was still, that, that was still to this day is the roughest scene I've ever shot in my entire life. Yeah. And where I had to excuse myself because I was hyperventilating. Oh yeah. my god! Because I, I dropped yeah. your naked ass and I left. Yeah, oh, you dropped. I was yeah. Like, I oh can't yeah. Do this. I was like, this She's like holding me in her arms and just plopping me up. I was oh bawling. I was like about to pass out. It was oh. Yeah. I mean, I've never. Yeah, I think I like straddled. Like it's become interesting because you like straddle that line, right? Like early again, like when I was younger and like more in these like art scenes I was like yeah whatever I'll take my clothes off and now it's like a little bit more personal to me and I feel mm-hmm. like people don't realize like it doesn't matter however you feel in that moment mm-hmm. it's like totally valid and totally right like just because you've done it before doesn't it doesn't matter that, like, yeah yeah and or because if you haven't done it doesn't mean that like you're not allowed to like do whatever right. feels right to you if you like mm-hmm. trust the situation I mean I've been on sets for like it was no nudity, right? And I remember this was the very first time I was probably like 23 at this point where I really stood up for myself because I wasn't in the past with deals like this. And I was on, it was like a scene in the woods. They're like couple in the woods, you know, typical, typical thing. And um, we're there going in to do the scene. And um, they're like, you know, typical horror movie, getting ready to like get a little frisky in the woods and the killer comes, right? Yeah. And like, 
typical thing. And um, I'm like ready to go. And the, the, one of the producers comes up to me and he goes, so um, the director like uh, envisions this scene topless. Mm. And I remember being like, they're in the woods. Like, you know, when you're getting it on in the woods, like you're not like, you're not taking your clothes off. I barely take my clothes off. Pull your underwear to the side. I was like, and I remember just turning to him. It was the very first time. It was so powerful though. I turned to him. I was like, well, that's funny. Cause I, I didn't. Good. And he was like, oh, so you're not, you're not comfortable with it. I'll tell him you're not comfortable with it. I was like, oh no, it's all I'm not comfortable with it. I just like, I know like the budget on this and like, you know, th- when you do nudity, like, you know, SAG makes you add more. They don't, but like yeah. there is a standard SAG makes you add more. And like, I don't want to do that to you guys. I don't want you to have to get deal with my rep, but this time it's like late and blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, that's a good it. one. That, that is a good steal one. That. You're yeah. giving us ideas. Like, Fuck. Yeah, like, just use SAG. I was the first time I ever was like, no, you know, good I'm not for comfortable you. with that. Yeah. It's, I, but it takes a while, you know? Yeah. It's interesting because, like, when you, like, Christina, mm-hmm. uh, Christina Klebe, I don't know if you've met her. She was in yeah. the first Halloween with us. Uh-huh. So her role was there is nudity. Yeah. Can yeah. you go on set and when you, f- realize what's going on and, and if you're not comfortable with something can you like can you tell, say no say yeah i'm not yeah they'll just fire they'll you just fire you yeah, yeah. that's work the again. only way that pretty you much can. yeah okay yeah i mean that was like one thing that like i think when i started i wrote that op-ed recently and like i don't usually like it was like a twitter thing and i don't really that's usually not my jam i don't like mm-hmm. more power to people who like engage with people on twitter but if you're if you're like coming after me on social media i'm just gonna ignore you yeah. so like good luck yeah, you know, you're not yeah. going to get a reaction after out of me. But like what got me on that one was like other people were like weighing in on it that like worked in the business. And I got a little bit like I got a little annoyed because I was like, how about you just ask me how I feel about it? And I think what people when they were weighing in, like talking about how one film was like a little like their thoughts. And, and like there was the debate was like which was better and initially people were saying the first was better because it had more nudity and then like people were clapping back like you know like that like devalues like the film and I'm like mm. you know honestly that's really um, that's really wrong to say that because you don't realize that like because other actresses have done nudity in these films now you actually don't have to do it mm. going forward because like and the fact that you can even like you even have a choice the fact that it's mm. a conversation mm-hmm. now yeah. like that didn't happen yeah. 10 years ago. No. Yeah. Sometimes five years ago, it still sometimes doesn't happen. And like, there's this great documentary about it. Uh, Malcolm's in it. And they talk about like the history of nudity. I think it might be called like skin or nude or something like that. In oh, films. Cool. And, and again, it talks a lot of like genre is really where it is. Yeah. Horror films is where you see it. And all these actresses they talk about, they're like, I could say no. If I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. They're like, cool, we'll get someone else. You yeah. have a job. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like, it's not this like whole like choice most of the mm-hmm. time. It's like, do you want to work or don't, don't you? Don't you, yeah. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like this whole like, oh, I really thought about it. I don't yeah. think most people do. No. I think they go, I would like to be employed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. also starting as a kid, starting young, you kind of get into that. Like, yeah. I don't want to be difficult on set. I don't oh, want to be, so I don't want to cause, yeah. you know, an issue and be that girl. And, you know, that's why yeah. usually they'll do like, for me, I've always had the sex scenes. Most most of the time on the low, low budget, the sex scenes will always be the first scene you shoot. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't go through with it, they will have, they'll just fire you and get somebody else. And they don't have to reshoot yeah. anything, which I never really realized. 
improvised or like the big stunt, like first day, you know what I mean? Or the very, very last scene that you're doing because God forbid you get hurt. You can't, you know, finish the rest of the movie. So, oh yeah, Yeah, there's, there's a method. Yeah. I never realized that's why they did that, but that makes total sense. We were always like, what the fuck? It's my first day. I'm just (laughs) walking on set and I've got to do the sex scene. Like this is awful. But then you're like, well, I'm glad I got it out of the way. Then at least it's done. And now everyone's super comfortable and like, I don't have to worry about, oh God, that impending scene is coming up. I can just do it and be done with it. But we all have that scene, you know? It's also like, if the set is like, you know, every, every, every production has its ups and downs and like rough days and easy days. And like, depending on the job, like you may have been one of those like really tough jobs. And maybe that would happen towards Mm -hmm. the end where like someone's not comfortable because they're not comfortable with the people around them. Doesn't give you the opportunity mm-hmm. to get and you know you don't really. you don't know until you get on set you know most of the time these yeah. movies are offers and I always make a joke like I'm surprised no one's killed us yet because that's why we're writing a movie we, about it. we pick up and you know <laughs> like the movie I did with Mike and Damien like I never met any of them I just knew that I was yeah. going to Philadelphia and you get picked up and taken to a location you get picked up by a stranger yeah. at the airport <laughs> with a sign with your yeah. name and you get in the car with them and yeah. you go to some remote location in the middle of yeah. fucking nowhere and you have no idea what you're walking into until you're yeah. literally there, you know? So it could yeah, be, you could have a murderer waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that this weekend. David and I were talking about that. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like upon reflection, I don't know if I, like, maybe I was just kind of like naive, but like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll take a ferry to some random house in Staten Island and get in some guy's car and like- Go to a abandoned hospital. Hospital. I don't know. Yeah, like that's actually like- Like crazy. Stupid. Yeah. Don't that like yeah <laughs> I mean, but we're artists <laughs> oh she's for money I'm like we're artists no it's for money is what it's for we know this is how you die yeah why, why yeah, don't we I learn? know like, <laughs> oh girl trust me we're uh, I'm Please. writing this movie right now like we we've done this. this movie this is insane Let's do you think do one one question and then we're gonna we're gonna let you go um do yeah, we've been going for an hour i know we love talking <laughs> to you <laughs> i was talking to you guys do you think the skills you've learned from fighting uh monsters on screen how you would fare in real life like oh, yeah. are, are you what are who are you scared or how how are you different versus the characters you play you know what's funny is like we talked we like started with like self-help like journey mm-hmm. i think um even a year ago I would not fare have fared very well I was very timid I was very like unsure of myself Mm. and as I've like really prioritized my health and like my well-being and like really like removed myself from a lot of the things that were making me doubt myself uh now I like I I do do like martial arts and box I'm really into my gym I think like do okay you know I don't know like I like supernatural abilities I don't know but I can throw a pretty mean pretty mean punch so you're a fighter so you would fight I've seen your we've seen your Instagram yeah you fight you fight girl I I mean I don't know about like I yeah at this point I I throw a pretty mean punch like um and like I, I do take a little bit of pride in that there's a lot of men that I could probably probably kick their ass and I like so men if you you are interested (laughs) (laughs) she's got the beauty she's got the brains (laughs) she's got the brawn (laughs) right price perhaps I will kick your ass yes listen we talk about fetishes on the show a lot I'm sure there are many a man that will be signing up for that (laughs) (laughs) I mean They'll just let you kick their ass. Yeah. That's all they would want to do. (laughs) We talked about Amelia King, like about nudity and Amelia Kincaid said to me, because I was like, talking about, I didn't know what to do with this. And she said to me, know your price. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, know your what price. do you mean? And she said, everything, everything has, a, has price. a price. That's right. And she said, um, worst case, like she was, even if it's like $100,000, right? Most of the time, so people come up and be like, yeah, I want you to sign this like weird nude photo. And you're like, $100,000. Most people are going to go, no, and walk away, right? And like, you don't have to sign it. But one person... <laughs> One person will pay. That's what she said. It's true. One person will pay, and then you're a hundred thousand dollars. Man, why haven't we learned? You have scout got off. Someone wanted to to have see her feet for thirty grand, right? Or like uh, take a picture of your feet or something. I was like, bitch. I'd have been like, yes. Where do I send the photo? (laughs) (laughs) You want my underwear? I doesn't mean it has to be my underwear. I I can go to Victoria's Secrets. You don't know that that it's not my underwear, and I didn't actually wear it. You want to give me five thousand dollars my underwear, and you want to go jerk off into it? I don't care what you do behind closed doors more power to you i don't care my kids will go to college i took your girlfriend's method i took your girlfriend's method and i said no (laughs) (laughs) not enough she said no and then i'll call danielle did you counter (laughs) no i didn't damn damn counter they'll email now now they will now they're gonna email back now they're listening they're gonna be back there's that wiki feed so maybe they'll just yeah. go on there. Fucking t- they do. T- Tyler, uh, Tyler Main was like, because he, it was 50,000, no, no, no. I think it was 15,000 for pictures of my feet and then 50,000 for um, time with my feet. 10 minutes in person. No. And Tyler was like, I'll stay in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be in the bathroom. Just give me 10%. The entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what just the in fuck? case something goes wrong. Something goes wrong. <laughs> so you think you're going to get to me by the time I'm dead? <laughs> I would be interested. I would be interested. I I still, part of me wants to see what it's like to be a dominatrix. I think you should go for it. I'm curious. Follow your dreams. What is it? I would love to see what a man looks like when he's aroused by my feet or whatever his fetish is. I don't know. Is that dumb? I think like dominatrix, isn't that like, like power things? Like make, like telling them that they're, they're, they're they're bad. They're bad. I mean, I yeah, could isn't that- f- fuck them with my feet in their mouth. I mean, I've heard of that <laughs> happening Stuck before. Feet in their mouth? Yeah. Do you know how many I mean, people I are just- listening right now that are so excited? Yes, my queen. Yes, my queen. Yes, my queen. <laughs> I, think like, I think, like, I mean, honestly, I think, like, the, there's, there is a part of, like, any woman that's been through anything yeah. like, and has experienced being treated poorly by the opposite sex yeah. yes. like, has a fantasy of just being able to like just put a strap on on like, yeah 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 and, like, i've already done that you did that. yeah you have scout you've used you've used a strap on with somebody oh nice yes nice i saw chelsea handler do stand up and she makes this joke where she says um people are always like oh it was like can i not like you're a feminist it's like chivalry dick can i not open the door for you and she goes of course you can, motherfucker. You've been raping us for centuries. Ah! Open it twice. Open it, close it, open it again. Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fucking love Chelsea Handler. Oh, I want to get her on here. Oh, she's so good. I would love it. Let's get this over to Chelsea. This. This just needs to just send this episode Fuck over yeah. to her. Catherine, tell us where uh, where everybody can find you. What are your Instagram handles, Twitter, all wow. uh, your website, all that jazz? My Instagram is Insta Catherine C with a C. Uh, my oh my Twitter is Catherine Corcoran. My Facebook is Catherine Corcoran, and then my website is www.catherinecorcoran.info. Where's Where's the next show we can see you at for convention wise? I know you Terrifier okay. Two is like touring, doing yeah. a, a whole tour now. Oh, I know. Well, talk about the drama. There's like one 
that that won't do oh, each other. Like if you do one, you can't do the other. Yeah. But um, I know I have a film. I'm really excited. I worked on a film that's in South by Southwest. So Jeez, if that doesn't overlap, I know we're trying for Horror Hound. If that doesn't overlap, we're doing Flashback Week. Do you guys work with Sean Clark? It's yeah, Sean yeah. Clark. So I do. Yeah. yeah. So like he's he's got it. It's that Flashback Weekend we're doing Crypt CryptCon, CryptCon. Uh, Spencer's con. I don't know if you guys. Oh, I'm going. That. I want to yeah. go back. I Yay. went. I went this last year, though. You guys can go hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be by you. I know. Listening. I know. Spencer, if you're listening, bring Danielle back this year. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. I think that's so cool. I'm excited to see them like play. Yeah, yeah. that show is really good. Awesome. Yeah. That's oh yeah, you awesome. weren't there this year. You were no. working. Oh yeah, it was great. You'll have a great time. That sounds wait. awesome. I th- I love their like little their whole world. Like, I know based on all- that's so sick. I know that's like he's the best created part. a really badass community. Yes, he <laughs> like has. honestly, massive. Learn from Spencer, everybody. I know. I know. If we could all, if we could all like <laughs> pull the things off that Spencer. Jesus, has. I know. I well, thank swear. you so much for coming thank on our show. You. Yeah. Thank you guys. Oh my God. I could talk to you for hours. I know. We love it. Hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully we'll, we didn't scare you away. We'll get, we were so tame. <laughs> I know we, we were. were so tame. No, I feel like I listened to the show. I was like ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, you know what it is because you're a woman. We don't really want to talk about that stuff. Like it's the guys we like to just put in the hot seat. You yeah, know, I guess, that's true. I guess that's true because like we get it all the time. Yeah. Like I yeah. get crotch jokes like all yeah. that all the time. I know? like making men uncomfortable. That's why yeah, you, de- you do need to go tie, you uh, tie someone up, <laughs> tie yeah, no, up. <laughs> until next time. Go, go tie David down. Yes. Here I come, babe. <laughs> On that note. Happy Tuesday, happy everybody. Tuesday, everybody. Bye. Bye.